podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports, Ava Ryer and Aaron Bell. What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of the Bowen Bruins Sports Podcast. Today, I am with the varsity marksmanship captains, Abigail Bautista and Darlie Bruno. It's going to be a good, interesting interview. All right. First question. Could you explain to the listeners what marksmanship is? Uh, essentially, you just kind of, it's like, you shoot, we shoot air rifles, right? And you have to put on this big, thick, uncomfortable jacket that's supposed to help you stay still. And you look through a little scope, and you shoot 10 meters, 10 meters, 10 meters, 10 yards. Oh, I think it's 10 meters. Okay, you shoot 10 meters, you shoot two targets, each with 10 targets on each sheet for a total of 20. 10 match shots, two siders on each. Could you explain what, like, that is? So, the siders are practice shots. You get to shoot those as many times as you want. That's basically to sight your gun to make sure that it's not shooting left, that it's not shooting right, and then the match shots are the shots that matter, and you only get one per, per score out of 100. And then since you shoot two, then you add those both up to get a score out of 200. Okay. All right. How did you guys get into marksmanship? Um, I started in 10th grade, uh, honestly, just because I couldn't do it in 9th grade, but um, I just thought it would be a sport that I'd be good at, so that's kind of what got me into it. I started marksmanship because I kind of heard about it, like, this summer before my freshman year from, like, my friends, and I'm not a very physical person, but I wanted to do a sport just so I could do something new, I guess, and it sounded interesting enough. So I joined, and then I found out that I was good at it, so I kind of just kept doing it since my freshman year. All right. What's your favorite part about marksmanship? I think my favorite part is just, it's something so different from your traditional sport. Like, you don't run, you don't, it's not really necessarily like a team thing. It's kind of an it's, it's, it's an individual sport that still has a team aspect. Like you still have to support each other and, and everything, and you still have to be scored together overall. But it's still something that it's unconventional. I think that honestly, I think that's what I really like about it. That it's so unconventional that you kind of have to explain it, and it's just something that's so different that not everyone even knows about or that not everyone like would understand it but it's something that's yours and i don't know it's just the weird part of it it's kind of what's making it intriguing i think my favorite part about the sport is like most sports you think like you have to be super sporty or like athletic but it's something that you don't have to be um the most like 
you know, athletic you, to do. Yeah, it's like everybody can play. You don't have to be LeBron James or like Michael Jordan, you know. You still have to be a little strong because those guns, they're yeah, kind of heavy. heavy. They're heavy. Okay. And like, but it's not as strenuous at all. And then but, also, like, besides for different sports where you might be like moving around the whole time, you like get a lot of time to like just talk to your friends and go on with your teammates. Right. You guys kind of referenced the next question, actually. Like, how do you guys get to choose, like, what rifle you use? You don't. Yeah, you, you don't. just get put on one. Yeah, yeah. On you get, yeah, for tryouts, Colombo basically kind of looks at you and, like, evaluates you based on, you're, you are evaluated on some extent to your physical, like, your physicality, yeah. because... Some of the guns are just harder to carry than others, so it's a lot easier to put someone smaller or weaker on a light gun and someone bigger or stronger on a heavier gun. And then, depending on how well you do, obviously that's how tryouts work, and you get knocked out, and then you consistently start doing well, he'll start keeping you on the same gun. And then if there's a little more wiggle room, then you'll get moved from gun to gun just to see what works for you. Alright. What is the hardest thing? about marksmanship in your own opinion um not getting in your own head yeah that's big if you like there's some times you'll go to an away match or like be knocked off your game one match and then the next match you're trying not to tell yourself like you're trying to convince yourself that you still know what you're doing so just really mental clarity it's hard to recover from like a bad shot too like that's something that i always like try to tell everyone no matter what it's just one shot. Like, you have to individualize the shots at some point because it's like you can get a bull, a bull, and then one that's really bad or not as good as you wanted it to be, and then that can completely throw you off your game, and then it can frustrate you, which will mess up the rest of the sheet, which is something I try to tell everyone on the team. Like, don't let, it, don't let that bother you. Don't let, it, don't let yourself get in your own head. All right, and what's called... Could you explain to the listeners like how exactly scoring works in marksmanship? Um, basically, there are lines. Each line goes by like one minus one minus two minus three, all the way up to ten. Um, if you're outside of, it's like a black circle with all the white lines. Oh, so it's like a target. It's a target. Yeah, it's okay. a basic, basic target. If you go out of those um, ten, you're automatically like you lose minus ten. Um, and basically wherever the front line of the, wherever the pellet hit like that front line, whichever one it hits, that's how much you take off. So say that like the front line of the pellet hit like a minus two, then that's a minus two. Okay. Yeah, because... It's, it's essentially, each line is represented by a number, and if you break that line, then that's the number you get. Little do these listeners know? I actually did marksmanship last year, my sophomore year. Did not do so good, but still, it was a fun experience. But one thing with the line thing, scoring, I, I gotta say, I was shooting uh, around like 69s and stuff, all that. I, I remember one that's day. actually, honestly, yeah. for JV for a first year, that's yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, I hit, I hit a, I think I had a... 72 or something like that around that's that. That's good. That's really good for your first year. I don't think I did that. My first year. I hit it first year. Alright. Can you please describe your role as captains? Um, as captains, basically, if new people join the team, you're kind of coaching them, giving them the basics, like how to shoot, like 
basically like your positioning, where you put your feet, how to control your breathing, stuff like that. How to get a routine down so you can kind of like be consistent with your shots. Um, and also like encouraging people, letting them know like, oh, you're doing well for JV and like telling them how to improve. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, on paper it's basically telling you what to do. Like it's our job to do that because you know, like we're captains, like we're the most experienced, we're the best, so it makes sense that it's us that's teaching you. But then again, yeah, we're also supposed to be your biggest supporters and cheerleaders. Like that's also our job because it's like this is a hard sport, it's not for everyone. So every little bit of encouragement could be what helps you not get in your own head and what helps you prevail in something so niche and difficult. Yeah. All right. On to the next question. How does it feel to play under the legendary Mr. Palumbo? He's a funny guy. Um, he's great. I, I love him so much. He wasn't my teacher personally, but he's someone that I've, like, grown. I don't say grown to love, but, like, because <laughs> I've always thought he was funny and everything. And he's so supportive, and he is so understanding. And he really takes care of the team. He, the honestly, another reason like it's really the captains and stuff and varsity that helps with JV. It's because he obviously understands the sport, but unfortunately, he's not that great of a shot. I don't even. I think the one time last year he tried to shoot, missed the target. Did, did, did he, did, no, it didn't oh. even hit the sheet. I don't oh. think so. <laughs> it, 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 I don't even know where it went. But he is. Great. He's honestly our biggest cheerleaders yeah. in everything that we do. Not even it's like outside of the sport too. Like, yeah. He's just genuinely like he's a great guy. I yeah, he's him. kind of like more than a coach. Yeah, he's he's my best friend. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a good relationship. You know, coach, like similar to that's a friend. Yeah. 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 Like, no respect. What piece of advice would you give to an underclassman or somebody who is new to the sport? Um, I'd say breathe, be calm, um, don't let yourself get in your own head, um, don't, like, one bad day doesn't define you, like, just know, be proud of your accomplishments, if you made improvements, be proud of those improvements, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, the last two years, I was really big on coaching, because that was just something Colombo trusted me with, even last year, but something I repeatedly told them was just that like I keep feel like you keep saying it but do not get in your own head that those numbers just like if it was school those numbers are just numbers they don't define you you're not like even if like just because you have one bad day it doesn't mean you're like you're you're, you're a bad shot that you're gonna get kicked off the team that it's like the end of everything it's not like that like you can't have the doomsday kind of mentality yeah. like that's what's going to be your downfall because if you convince yourself that you're bad then you're just gonna bad. you're gonna manifest it it's just, you're gonna speak it into existence yeah it's really you against you so yeah no one's gonna judge you yeah all right it is time for the unbearable questions we are the bruins pun was intended okay <laughs> in your own dream sports fantasy what would be your walkout song like onto like the range oh i'm not sure i feel like what's that one that like the calmest song ever i don't know it's like some serenade like something very calm oh like some like beethoven or something some classical yeah. music 
something calm. I, I can't be too hyped up. Okay, you, you have to calm yourself before you game. Yeah. So. Oh man, that makes my answer crazy. I don't know. Like <laughs> probably something like Lady Gaga, something loud, <laughs> like bad romance. Honestly, like I, I, I've, I've, I've walked into that range just yelling to myself in my head because. I, I can't be calm. It's like I have to hype myself up. Gotta get in the mood. Mm. I gotta say, Bad Romance does hype me up too. No, it's, like... it's a good song. It's a good song. <laughs> Alright, next unbearable question. Every athlete has one. What is your pregame meal or snack? Uh, literally a chicken roll. No, honestly, same. We share. Yeah, like, we share. Chicken rolls. I've never heard that one. You guys are the first. Like, Sorry, we're yeah. weird. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is the last one. <laughs> last last unbearable question. Uh, who is your favorite athlete and why? It could be any athlete. Simone Biles. She's such a queen. I love her. She And she got so much hate for just trying to take care of herself. Like, she was doing what was best for her. And she is already, like... A, a gold medalist like yeah. she ran her course and she mm -hmm. decided that she needed to look out for her first and she's so young and being a gymnast that is so hard like I could never I think yeah. I, I, I could never like that's something so physically strenuous on your body in such like a, a cool way I, I don't I guess yeah. like there's just so much respect there and she's just such an amazing person I think I'll go with Simone Biles too, not to be that person. <laughs> she's um, a black female doing sports, and then also, um, like now that I think about it, that is a lot. Like it just like being a gymnast, that's a lot on your body, and then mm -hmm. also like the mental pressures of society. Like, yeah, like the whole world watching what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure, and then just trying to, and it's really you against you in like almost every sport, and then to like really put yourself first, and then be criticized for it, and continue to do that. I think it's honorable. All right, that was an amazing interview with you guys. Glad to have you guys on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was an amazing interview. Make sure to follow our Instagram and listen to us on all podcasting platforms. This is Aaron signing off. Thank you for listening in on this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin Sports.